Hello and welcome to the Writing Your Best Self podcast with me, Georgina Elmashady. Journaling is an incredible self-improvement practice that will help you cultivate the introspection and self-awareness you need to become your best self. Each week, we explore tried and tested techniques along with journaling prompts to help you dig deeper into yourself so you can leverage the wisdom within to achieve your biggest goals and create your best life. Let's get writing. Hello, hello. It's that time of the week again. I'm back in your ears, ready to share some new insights about journaling that is going to help you write your way to your best self so that you can live your best life. And today we're going to explore, I'm going to share with you a journaling practice that you can spend some time with that's going to help you plan for your future more effectively. And what I love about this practice is it's perfectly timed to help you turn this year around in some way. As we know, 2020 has been one of those years that we're never going to forget. It's been unexpected. It's been unpredictable. However, there's also a lot of untapped potential in this current climate. And sure, we may be living in a different time and we are being faced with a new set of challenges. For example, we're exploring and adapting to new ways of connecting and living. However, we also, in this current time, have the chance to design and visualise a future that wouldn't have been possible 12 months ago. What I mean by that is, because the external world has changed, that means we get to tap into a different type of creativity. We get to see different outcomes. We get to explore different goals and desires and dreams. And that's not all. There's, there's also a lot of power. We can unlock a lot of personal power when we guide ourselves to make the most of challenging situations, especially if we inspire ourselves to look at the current situation, our current life, through a lens of positivity and optimism, even if resistance shows up, which it inevitably will. But in the process, you may find yourself making plans and dreaming about goals that excite you in a totally new way. And that's what I want to bring to your journal today. I want to share with you six questions that are going to help you unlock something new for yourself. Six questions that are going to give you clarity and confidence and some sort of certainty about your next steps. And once again, this is a completely personal practice which you can spend some time exploring in your journal and just be curious about what comes up. And the reason this planning process that I'm going to share is built around questions is because questions are insanely powerful. They are powerful self-development tools that are easy to access. And the reason they work so well is because of a neural process called instinctive elaboration. And what this means is your brain is hardwired to answer questions. In short, the second you ask a question, your brain scutters off to kind of find an answer because we want that closure, we want that conclusion. And so in planning and in journaling, you can use questions to your advantage because you can spark trains of thought and idea generation that you may not have even considered if you hadn't posed the question to yourself. And so questions, they're gonna engage your mind. They're going to challenge your brain to create and innovate and problem solve. And 
They also create guardrails. They direct your focus and your intention and your attention down a specific pathway so that you don't disappear down tangents that aren't so relevant. They keep you focused on the here and now and what you want to know. Questions are also a great way to create a pattern interrupt. And as such, you can cut through trains of thought which are repetitive and potentially low level and not especially useful and actually invite a whole new thread of thought into your life, which can actually help you think differently and then unlock fresh ideas. Questions also create curiosity. They inspire you to new points of view. They fuel discovery. And that is powerful for when we're wanting to create our lives and discover our best self. Now, questions are also a powerful way to pierce into the knowledge and the insights and the wisdom and the memories that you hold within yourself. 95% of your brain's activity is subconscious. And you have this whole bank of memory, which you can access through the power of questions, because as we said, the instinctive elaboration process invites that. And finally, questions for planning. You have this opportunity to access your innate wisdom. And in turn, you can get more self-awareness. You can explore self-discovery. And ultimately, the more you know yourself, the more you come to trust yourself and love yourself. And those are powerful grounding tools for living and becoming your best self. So now that I've given you a bit of context and I've explained the power of questions and we've explored what can be possible in terms of creating in an uncertain world and and in the space we currently find ourselves. Now I want to share with you six questions. And as usual, I'm going to create these as journaling prompts as well. So you'll have a access to a printout that you can download from the show notes. So you don't worry about writing these down. This will all be accessible to you. But the purpose of these questions is to inspire you on a deep dive and inspire you on thinking differently so that not only can you finish the year strong, but you can also get clarity on where you want to go next. So let's kick this off by exploring the first question. How this is going to work? I'm going to share the question and then I'm going to just talk a little, little bit about why this question is, is important. So question one, I invite you to ask yourself, what actually matters to you? What actually matters to you? And this is such a powerful question because if 2020 has taught us anything, it's taught us that a lot of things we thought were non-movable or essential or vital, maybe aren't as important as we thought. We're able to pull away the fluff. I think that's one of the things that COVID has has done for us. It's helped us to really dive into what we really value. And in that sense, you can use this question to get to the core of what's most important to you. And this is a powerful insight, because when you know what you want and what's important, you can create a space to plan a future that's based on what's truest for you. And just imagine the impact that could have on the life that you're going to live next. So second question, what are your new goals? Given where you are now, given the resources you have, the circumstances you're in, all that, all that stuff, 
What do you want to achieve and why? Now, a lot of people are going to be rethinking their direction because the world has changed. Like a lot of our pre-COVID goals are no longer possible. And there's sadness over this and, and resistance. However, there's something really empowering about putting a line in the sand and recognizing this is where I am. How do I make the best out of this situation so I can create something beautiful regardless? So what could you do next? What do you want to do next? Now, I recommend you start by writing a list of possibilities. And then in the process of doing that, you're going to discover what actually is present for you. And then when you're ready to commit to a goal and dive into some in-depth planning, I really recommend you check out the self-journal because this is a powerful tool that really has your back. It's going to help you to crystallize and articulate your next steps so that you can turn vision into action and reality. So it's question two, what are your new goals? Now, question three is where are you slipping at the moment? Now, after the year we've had, you are definitely forgiven for letting things slip. However, there does come a time when you need to dust yourself off and get yourself back into focus mode. Now, when you're answering this question, it's really important to be honest with yourself because you know, if you, know, if you scoot around this one, you're not going to get access to the information that's going to help you pin down the things you need to change to move forward in the direction you want to go. So where have your standards stick, for example? Where has your energy or your effort dropped? Where's your commitment waned? And if you find yourself meeting resistance to this question, then it's worth thinking about what the slippage is costing you. And when you know the pain that your decisions are, are creating and you can see the pleasure on the other side of that, it's that little bit of extra incentive that's going to help you get back on track. So the next question, what can you do to get back in control of your life? Now, for me, one of the scariest things about this year is that so many things that we took for granted have began to fall apart. And change on this scale is for sure scary and it can leave you feeling out of control. But here's the truth. You can't always control external circumstances and events. You might want to change things, but sometimes these things are just out of our control. However, you can always control the way you react. You can always control the way you respond. That's because your mindset, like your beliefs, your thoughts, your behaviours, your intentions, your desires, all these things are always in your control. So with that in mind, what actions can you take to feel as though you are in the driver's seat of your life? And really dive into this because you'll likely find it's small things you can do. It might be things you can add to your morning routine. It might be some habits you can start. It may be it may be some um, routines you can kick off. Have a think about it because when we feel in control, we have that feeling of safety that does empower us. It gives us a foundation to take action that otherwise would feel scary. And following on from that fourth question is question five. And the question is, what routines and habits will you adopt? Now, change rarely happens overnight. And sure, this can get frustrating because we're impatient. We want things now. We want that instant gratification. And as a result, we can often undervalue the power of daily baby steps. Like the, the little, like the one walk today to improve your health or not drinking coffee today to feel more hydrated. These small things in, in their own like feel well, it's insignificant, 
But what we forget and what we overlook is the power of doing those things on a daily basis and how that creates a compound effect in your life and how over time those small actions can actually turn into a giant leap. So what could you start doing today to move the direct to move the needle in the direction that you want to go? And finally, how can you find peace and happiness in your life? Now stress, anxiety, burnout, worry, all these challenging emotions can throw us off balance and leave us feeling unsettled. And I'm sure we've all had our fair share of those emotions this year. The good news is even when chaos surrounds you, there's always something you can do to reclaim a sense of peace. There's always something you can do to to make you smile and to feel that little bit happier. And these things don't have to be expensive. They don't have to be time consuming. It can be as simple as taking an extra 10 minutes, really enjoying your cup of coffee in the morning. It can be something as simple as having a dance party with your kids before they go to bed. It can be something as simple as taking a walk in nature. What are those little things that are going to light you up and give you the courage and confidence to keep creating your best life? So there you go. Six powerful questions that are going to help you plan for your future effectively. And I really encourage you to dive into these. Take some time mapping out your answers to these questions because if you do, you're going to get yourself into a position where you can move forward powerfully. You're going to turn your journaling time into some real intentions and some really in, real intentional goals and desires that are going to help you discover your best self and live your best life. So, unusually, I'm not going to give you a journaling prompt at the end because this whole episode has all been full of journaling prompts. But I'd love to hear how this practice goes off for you. I'd love to hear what insights you make, what decisions you decide. And you can do that by tagging us at Best Self Co. In the meantime, until the next episode, I hope you have an amazing time with your journal. I hope you discover some incredible things and I hope you use your time to write your way to your best self. Take care.